This is Bob Brooks, host of the Prudent Money Radio Show. Just got off the air. Today I was talking about a big data set, big statistical set of data that, I'll just give you the punchline, is that it says, if you, and this goes back to 1900, if you hold your investments for at least 20 years, no matter when you start that 20-year period, you would be positive over that 20-year period basically taking the risk out of the stock market. Now, I am here to tell you the other side of the story and the, the fine print and the details that that data set's not telling you. But the problem that I see with that is it gives you a false sense of security and goes back to that whole idea, which I do think is, can be flawed, is the longer you hold your investments, the better that you do, the better that your performance is over the long term. Just stick to the long term and you'll be okay. There is another side of the story to that, and uh, that's something that I want to go through with you, and I do go through with you on the radio, and so, of course, you're listening to it in podcast form. Also, I'll let you know that I wrote a, uh, did offer today on the program a uh, copy of a client letter that I just sent out that talks about what history is saying about today and some predictions it's making that I think you really need to know. And so if you want a copy of that, I usually don't do this, but I'm, I am in, in this particular case. Just go to uh, prudentmoney.com and, or send us a request or info at prudentmoney.com and let us know that you want a copy of it, and I'm happy to send it to you. That, uh, and if you want any other information, just go to the website at prudentmoney.com. Keep the faith. Hi everyone, this is Greg Laurie of A New Beginning, heard daily on Bible School Radio, 91.3 KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth, and on 91.3 KYJC Commerce. Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. Well, can a bear market be a blessing? For those with a long investment horizon, today we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Good afternoon, this is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. 1-877-913-5357. I'd love to hear from you today with a question and or a comment. You can also go to our website at www.prudentmoney.com. There's a Q&A at the top of the page. Just click through, ask your question, and I'll get it answered for you. It's that easy. It's all at the website, www.prudentmoney.com. Also, make sure you sign up for the Prudent Money e-letter list. That way you'll be uh, kept informed anytime that we do post something on the on the web, uh, excuse me, on the on the uh, uh, website, <laughs> couldn't find the word, the uh, website, and uh, you can go check that out. And also, if you like to listen to podcasts, we do podcasts every program. And you, if you miss a program or or sometimes just can't uh, can't or just not in your car or not at your computer, you can always listen to the podcast on your favorite platform that you consume podcasts. So all of that information at prudentmoney.com. 1-877-913-5357. Just because it's been a lousy couple of months on the market doesn't necessarily mean that the market has changed trends or anything like that. 
when we do have a, a couple of, of uh, lousy months like this and we start to see some trends develop, I like to highlight some information about bear markets and about what is just a normal correction versus a bear market so that you can, you can start to learn the differences between the two. One of the very most important things to us at Prudent Money is that you walk away from the program knowing more each time you listen. It's an educationally based program and that's the great thing about nonprofit Christian radio is that we can, that's what we talk about. We don't sit in market and, and talk about and have people on the program or KDKR didn't have people on the, during the day come in and uh, pitch marketing and talk about ways you can make money and buying things and all that kind of, all the commercials are gone, which is the great thing about Christian radio. It's just good education through the lens of stewardship. And I think it's important to know what you are looking at. I, I talked I, I'm the, at the very beginning of the program and said, can a bear market be a blessing for those with a long investment horizon? That, that was the title of an article I came across. And I thought, I don't think I've ever heard of, and I know what they're trying to say, but just, I don't think I've ever heard of a bear market being a blessing, not the kinds that we've had in, uh, you, if you recall, in 2007, 2009, and the tech bubble bear market from 2000 to 2002. Those were, I don't think anybody was looking at it and going, boy, this is a blessing. Well, what they're trying to say is that at some point between the time it started and between the time that it ended, at that point that it ended, that's a great buying opportunity. Now, most people won't feel that way about it. Most people's feelings about stocks will be that they dislike stocks. They may never invest in stocks again. I mean, when you lose 50, 50, 50 to 55% of your money, you start to think about whether or not you want to get back into that again. And that's what ends up happening is that people shy away from taking risk. It's one of the downsides, I think, of bear markets. But on the other hand, bear markets are a good thing because they cleanse out the markets. The stocks that are trading too high, they bring those prices down. They, what I, I excuse me, they detox the stock market. They're very necessary. So I get the whole idea that at some point it's a blessing to be able to jump in and ride it on back up into a new bull market and, and, uh, and benefit from that. At the same point, on the other half of that, it's a pretty devastating trip down in value in your retirement accounts as you see your 401ks get cut in half just to be at some point that you want to call a good buying opportunity. That is why I advocate a two-pronged strategy when it comes to investing. You have a plan A when the market's going up and a plan B when the market's going down. 
and you invest to a totally different in each particular type of market because they're, they're doing two totally different things. Now, what you'll get, and I'm not saying that this is going, just like I said, just because we've had a couple of bad months, I'm not saying that this is the start of something. I don't know if it's the start of something. It's way, way, way too early to even speculate if uh, that's the case. I will say this, though, that there's a, and uh, I, I can't really remember exactly what it was called, but there's a, a measure, um, an indicator that measured somehow, just take my word on it, I guess, and I'll take their word on it, but measured if people were greedy or if they were fearful of the market. And just because the last two months, they, this particular indicator was showing that investors are ex to the extreme of being fearful. And I think that emotionally, where, where investors are right now, and you might be able to relate to this, is where the, you know, we went through that, this, uh, a small bear market last year. There's some people who have not recovered from that. And then we're in a situation where indicators are calling for a recession, which markets don't do well in recessions, typically. And so it's one of these things where I think that it doesn't take much to get people fearful. And so we really haven't seen, to kind, of, you know, kind of talking about unprecedented times in the market, you just don't really, you rarely see that. What you see at the t at when markets, before they go into, into kind of a loss mode, you see people still pretty optimistic, not extreme fear. So it's interesting. We'll see how that plays out. If that turns into people maybe dumping stocks. I don't know. I'll have to see. But the point is, in this article, just so that, you know, I, I want to give you the other side of the story. But the point they're trying to make is that they, they go through the, the things that are, I would say, more than concerning, but, about, but they are concerning. I wrote a letter to my clients today talking about some of these indicators that are comparing to times in history. And uh, these, these time periods uh, didn't turn out too well. In fact, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If you want a copy of my client letter, this particular one, because this talks about what's going on behind the scenes and what spells risk for the market, just send an, an email in. Go to info at prudentmoney.com or just go to prudentmoney.com and there's place, plenty, plenty of places to uh, ask a question or, or send information. And say, hey, get, send me a copy of that. Uh, there's no cost to it, uh, that client letter. And I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you see what I'm talking about. But what they're talking about is these, these particular situations caused... U.S. recessions. The good news is, is that none of them lasted very long. I don't care how long a, a recession lasts. I don't care how long a bear market lasts. I care about 
the damage that is done to portfolios and to retirement accounts during leading and leading up to recessions in bear markets. I don't care how long they last, but if if the the point is is that recessions do damage to the stock market, I want to know what I what I'm you know if they said. Well, all this and all these things are lining up, and they're they're true. But just remember, you don't get that much loss historically off of a off of a, a market decline in this situation. That's a totally different conversation than, well, a recession doesn't last that long when it's all said and done. We, you know, you can kind of get through it, no big deal. But if your if your investments lose a ton of money, it's a different conversation. So, you know, bear, bear that in mind. They talk about the length of bear markets and uh, that didn't last very long. They look at it from September 1929, which is the start of the most major bear market that, le- that uh, uh, started into the Great Depression. And uh, 9.5 months is the average. But if you look at the average of the past two, COVID not including, because COVID drop was not a bear market. It was a crash, I believe. And I could I could debate that point with uh, anybody on Wall Street that said that it makes no sense for it to be a bear market. It was only like 45 days. Anyway, I digress. So the average is 9.5. Like I said, the last couple have been a lot, you know, two, uh, at least twice that along. So we're, we're, we're interested not so much that there's recession. We're interested in what kind of damage to do to the, bear, to, to the market. And we're going to talk on the other side of the break, which is about to come up. There it is. About hurricanes and how hurricanes can make this make sense. one 913 This is Bob Brooks. Stick around. I'll be right back. The word for today is excited to announce the new official online home for the ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith and K. Smith, PastorChuck.org. At PastorChuck.org, you'll have instant access to thousands of hours of verse-by-verse teaching by Pastor Chuck Smith from Genesis through Revelation, and full access to special messages on subjects such as prophecy and much, much more. Also at PastorChuck.org, a full library of great teachings by K. Smith and a section where you can read some of Pastor Chuck's books online, all free of charge. So visit the new official online home of The Word for Today and the ministry of Pastor Chuck and Kay Smith. PastorChuck.org This week on Truth For Life, we wrap up our study in Habakkuk, learn what to do when God seems silent and how we find joy in the midst of troubled times, and then reassess your priorities in light of the Great Commission. That's this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Weekdays at 5.30 a.m. here on 91.3 KDKR. Is hell a real place or simply a metaphor? Does our loving God really condemn people to eternal punishment? And how can we balance an understanding of God's grace with this uncomfortable truth? Well, Friday on Focal Point, Pastor Mike Fabares leads us in searching the scriptures to answer these sobering questions. Join us as we ask Pastor Mike, Friday on Focal Point. 
Focal Point, weekday mornings at 8.30, here on Bible School Radio, KDKR. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. We were talking about uh, this article, Bear Mark, can a bear market be a, no, excuse me, bear markets can be a blessing for those with a long investment horizon, was the name of the article. We're talking about, uh, you know, these, yeah, this is bad, but it, it's not that bad. And so the, the uh, I talked about this yesterday, but I, I came up with an analogy that I want to share with you to make it make sense. The first, the takeaway from all this data about bear markets is that, listen, the good news is even if we have a bad year like we had last year, we have more bull market years than bear market years if you look at today through history. So in other words, the market has been, has been better, has been in good shape, has been a good place to be way more times than have we, have we had bear markets. So I want to give you an analogy. And I think that hurricanes and the weather, in fact, I've, 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 I've often thought about writing a book about this because I, it's just, most people understand hurricanes. It's, it's a pretty relatable subject. But when you tie it to the stock market, it may, starts to make this, the stock market takes it, makes sense. So if I, what if I told you you're thinking about moving down to the coast, down to a particular part of Florida. And you go, you look at a house, you fall in love with the house, but you're, you're hesitant because you know about hurricanes and hurricanes can hit. And your realtor says, look, here's the thing, is that there's more sunny days than there are uh, days of hurricanes coming through the coastline and causing damage. There's just, there's way more sunny days. And what they're not saying, though, is that the destruction of a Cat 5 hurricane is so incredible and it takes such a long time to rebuild there has to be more sunny days. You couldn't be getting, uh, you know, going through a hurricane situation every two years because you would you would just give up because it, the minute you build something up, it would tear it, tear it down. And plus, two years, you can't even get a, a whole, you know, cities rebuilt. So it doesn't make it. It doesn't it doesn't matter how many days that you have good. Uh, good seasons and then and how many days you have bad season bad hurricanes now, you know another good one is looking out into the ocean you can see or, or let me say this you can see on a on a radar on like the on these weather channels they they have 24 hour coverage of hurricanes before uh, as they're developing and on their way in and everything i gotta tell you i love watching that stuff because it just it it really reminds me even uh, it just it reminds me so much of the power of god the weather does because it's just so it's just so powerful so 
you're watch, you live in Florida, you're looking, you're looking out there, and you see the hurricane in the distance. It's building. It's gaining speed. It looks, it's, it's well organized. The same thing could, could you could say about a, a stock market, a bear market. You're looking off into the indicators, and the indicators are very organized. They're predicting that that thing is going to, that that bear market is going to come and arrive and do destruction to the stock market. Just like all the indicators are predicting that this hurricane is going to come hit the Florida, the Florida coastline and, uh, and really do some serious, serious damage. But you know as well as I do that there's many times that a hurricane could be a Cat 4 or Cat 3, and by the time it got you know, off, off of the land, that uh, it, it hit some particular different weather conditions and it slowed it down and it ended up just being a tropical storm, which is the same thing. You can see a bunch of risk coming up and building in the stock market and it could be nothing but a correction, which is a 10% or less drop in the stock market. So you look at that and you can, and you can relate to it that way. You can relate to it from the standpoint of, you know, we're still looking at a Cat 3, hur a hurricane hitting the coast of Florida. Translated for a stock market, we're looking at a, a severe correction, but one that maybe you can ride out. And maybe you can ride out a Cat 3 or a Cat 2. So it is, a, it is a, in another analogy using hurricanes, a lot, this, is, this is a great one, is that you could be on the beach and it could be a sunny day, weather's fantastic, but yet in a distance you can see the, the edges of the huge hurricane weather system that's heading, but it hadn't gotten close enough for it to start clouds to start coming in. So that's the same thing with stock market. You can see people buying stock and the market going up and everything great, which is always happens before a bear market starts. And it's sunny days in the stock market that is about to end as we head into a, a bear market. Maybe there's something there to, uh, to write a book about. I don't know. We'll, I'll think about that. Okay, I tell you what, give me your opinion. I would love, I would love to hear. Does that, make it, does that make it make more sense or not? Info at prudentmoney.com. Let me know. And also, if you want a copy of that, cli that client letter that I wrote today, I'll send that to you. I usually don't do that, but I'll, I will. I, I think it's, it's good information to, uh, to send and for you to be reading. Just to go to info at prudentmoney.com. Shoot me an email and let me know. And comments on the weather analogy. I would appreciate it. So here is the, the, the next piece of, of this article that I just gives you a false sense of security as an investor. And I, I tried to explain it yesterday, and I, I made the mistake of getting into the weeds of what it really meant. Instead of just telling you, instead of telling you what time it was, I told you how the clock was built, which is not always the right answer. Because how about a general, we're, we're going to talk about what time it is. Basically what this study says is that if you hold your investing, excuse me, your investments for at least 20 years, you won't lose money. No matter what 20 years you do, 
you will not lose money. Now, they don't talk about what the returns were those 20 years. They don't talk about where bear markets were placed in those years. Nothing like that. And they call it a foolproof money-making strategy for more than a century. I will tell you that I looked at 1929 through 1949, and, and I, that's a 20-year period, right? 29, 30, and 40. I, I thought maybe I'll check my math. But yeah, 20-year period, and the stock market was down 49%. I don't know. Seems a little flawed to me, but what do I know? So the takeaway, though, is that hang in there for the long term. If you know you got 20 years, stick it out because if you held your, your investments for at least 20 years, you're going to be positive according 100% of the time according to this study. Now, like I said, I, I, come up, I came up with a couple of different answers. But maybe I'm missing something. It has to be. But what ends up happening is that it's a false sense of security because you could have made 1% over 20 years, and at the end of 20 years, this 20-year this data set would have stayed positive. But you'd probably be in bad, a bad situation if you just gained a percent over a 20-year period. Think about it. In the next 20-year period, say that you went through a, a bear market, lost 50% of your portfolio, then built it back up over the last the next 10 years, and you, you were up 2%. So now over 40, 40 years, you were up 3%. So you just, just know this. These big statistics that cover all of these years that, that basically tell you there is no risk in the stock market, that's, that's basically what this is saying, which is not true at all. And they don't show the details of this, by the way. And anytime uh, an article that you're reading that's supposed to be a, telling you something educationally and it says foolproof money-making strategy, turn and go to the next article. Big data sets like this, big statistics like this, they cover to 1900, they cover up the fine print. They cover up the horrible details of how bear markets and declines and reality work. You can't see reality because it's covered up with this, this big data set that tells you that, hey, it's okay, just be invested for 20 years. That's the other side of the story. And uh, that's, that's what you'll, you'll see on Yahoo Finance and uh, other CNBC and those kind, of, those kind of sites, pop culture finance. Remember, always another side of the story. Get both of them, compare, and see where you feel God is leading you to be a believer and inform your investment belief systems. That is what it's about. Hey, this is Bob Brooks. If you got a question for me, please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, 
visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money.